go. <laughs> Hi, Jared. Oh, hey, Matt. Hey, this is the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast. Episode 156. <laughs> wow. What is going that, on was here, gay, man. that was like the gayest thing we've ever done. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think we've got, we've got more coming. We've got more gay stuff yeah. coming? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Why is it all like the... the yeah, is everything pixelated? Oh, it's okay. Fine. okay, okay. We're not it. even a minute in, and you guys are already start with the microaggression. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, someone's I'm, getting triggered. Also, we've got uh, Phil Dassing here. Yo yo. We've got uh, John fucking Vibes. What up? Or Lord Vibes, as he likes to be called, <laughs> as he wishes to be called. <laughs> and then uh, we've got a, a newcomer to the program, Lee Tark. Hey, what's up, <laughs> dude? Is that is that correct, Tark? Yeah. No? That's okay. Fine. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sweet. Sweet. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we we love having uh, you know, new people on the show. It's always like it's always cool to meet somebody else locally who's like uh, you know, shares our passion for liberty. That's awesome. I don't have too and, much of that where I'm at, so it's pretty awesome to hang out. Yeah, man. Um yeah, you so you're in like fucking Delaware? Yeah, I'm in Delaware. Cool. Um, you want to hold yeah, closer? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So um, sounds much better. <laughs> Thank so yeah, so it's first time on the podcast. So we're doing the the microphone thing and shit. But so what's in Delaware? You <laughs> in Delaware? You have like no fucking uh, sales tax. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We set a lot of income tax and some property tax stuff like that, but no sales tax, which is awesome. Yeah, it, I, I've heard that the income tax is is higher to I guess subsidize for what they're not making on the sales tax. Makes sense. The, yeah. What they're not stealing on the sales tax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, huh? But I, I guess it's probably really smart to live like right across the Maryland line, and then just go buy shit in Delaware. Though I did that for a while. I did yeah. a couple <laughs> years in Elkton, and I just spent all my time in Delaware. So, so. yeah. Like, how old are you? I'm 38. Yeah. So I, I, have, I have friends that are like a little bit older than you. Probably they're. I guess now they're they're probably like early 40s, but that, you know they lived in that area. Okay. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad place. It's a good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I've been there a couple times. I think I, I went to some uh, record store in on uh, Main Street in Newark back in the day, and I found some like uh, rare J Church albums. So oh, I was awesome. excited about that. It's probably Rainbow or Burt's. Yeah, uh, Rainbow sounds like it might be it. Rainbow's still around. Like, they're friends of ours. They're awesome people. They're still doing good stuff. They're they awesome. The shit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I know. Like any time I'm around there, I'm gonna want to go back there and, and see what they have. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. I guess uh, number one this week. What is that? Um, so Facebook there's Facebook drama. drama. Yeah. Facebook drama. So, yeah, Facebook's been killing reach for just like everybody. You know, um, at, at least definitely in the uh, the liberty realm. You know, like all the liberty pages, like all those people that I talk to. You know, it seems like we're really getting uh, cut here. And uh, what's the, now they're saying if you admin a page. You know, you're going to have to be verified. Yeah, yeah, you have to like if it said only for big pages, but I don't know what their criteria for that is. They're going to have to yeah verify you, so you're going to have to have ID verification, I guess. And I guess that also puts them in a position to kind of like deny you if if they so choose. You know, if they if they deem that you violate their terms of service in some way, or they think that you're some Russian uh, agent or something. Don't they already have some sort of verification in place? Like, kind of like the blue check mark? Yeah, but yeah, like uh, Stephen that's Kinsella also... has that gay little blue check mark. <laughs> that's, uh... <laughs> that's... I'm not saying, but it's not mandatory. It's just you can get verified if you feel like and that's, someone's going to be an imposter. That's even hard to get. 
Is it like the Free Thought Project hasn't even been able to get that? And they're yeah. they're like a legitimate site that's been around for a long time doing yeah. news, even though it's alternative media and stuff like that. Well, it, that's like, why. That's exactly. <laughs> that's what does alternative media mean other than we're not bought? Telling the truth. You yeah, know? yeah. We're 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 actually uh, you know trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Instead of pushing a narrative, you know what I'm saying? I mean. I'm not gonna. We all have narratives that we push. You know, we all have biases and stuff. I'm not. I, I don't really believe in the idea. Yeah, of but I mean, media. our bias, our bias though, is is not, you know, killing like, people. It's not for the state, really. You know, and everything they do, you know, they, they can't do anything without robbing people to pay for it. So you know, every everything they do, anything they ever could do, is um, rooted in violence. Absolutely, man. Yeah, and it's really interesting, too, because, you know, this has been an issue that we've been dealing with for a long time. But recently, in the past couple weeks, uh, you know, just kind of it's kind of like Snowden all over again, really. Like all these issues that we've been talking about with Facebook forever are being thrown into the spotlight uh, because of that whistleblower who basically came out and said all this crazy shit. And in the past couple weeks, all this crazy stuff was, uh, you know, has come out. We were talking about it before the show. Uh, some of the craziest things are like Mark Zuckerberg was uh, deleting messages from other people's inboxes. That, that he sent. Yeah, so stuff that he sent to other people that I guess he didn't want on the record. And he was just, you know, yoinking those messages out of their inboxes. And the, the craziest thing was, though, that was that he was sending doctors around to hospitals to set up this deal to get everybody's medical information. And that's not like a conspiracy. Like everybody could Google that Facebook medical records. Mm -hmm. You'll see a whole bunch of results from uh, you know all sorts of different publications, both ma mainstream and alternative. So that's the only peep, uh, f privacy that anybody gives a shit about it anymore. So he's got to be really dense to go after that. And now you know that's all coming out. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Facebook. Yeah, so I mean, we're just talking about like, you know, alternatives to Facebook as far as social media goes. And right now, we're doing some stuff over there on Steemit, right? We're posting all the podcasts over there currently. Yeah, and we're probably going to be uh, streaming through D Live, uh, possibly D -Live. soon as well. Yeah. So, and then that really says something too, because you know, on, on Facebook, we we've acquired like one hundred ninety one thousand. You know, folks who dig our shit over the past uh, eight years. And, you know, we're about to abandon that to go to some new platform. Yeah, where, where we don't where we have to build that kind of all over again. But, you know, we're seeing like point one or point one percent of the people who uh, have access to our page who want to see it, who have, uh, you know, volunteered to like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, those people, um, you know, very small percentage of them are actually seeing what posting yeah you know every now and then like i'll just see somebody comment and be like you know they're oh we never see your stuff i mean it's actually you know it's, i guess it's quite frequently that somebody will say that you know yeah but so, we post like eight times a day yeah <laughs> i mean, I mean yeah, even on my personal account like i'll see stuff from like third it'll be like sunday like today and i'll see stuff from thursday that i never saw in my timeline just like random stuff like pages uh like anarchy ball or anything else i follow mm -hmm. it's like that it's really fucking weird it's like i don't understand how I'll see something really, you know, from someone I don't really care about or like something I, I don't know. It's just it, it. But like the one things I'm like mainly like interested in, I don't see the stuff I, I, I'd expect. I will, to see. I will say, though, 
the with the groups, if you join the groups, you definitely get way more of that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you get, like, all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, I just joined, like, the Liberty Memes group. Oh, my God, yeah. Which is, like, just nothing. <laughs> so my, It's all, like, my feed is all memes. It's fucking amazing. That's awesome. But, you know, I'm not... I'm not so certain that that won't change in the future, you know? Yeah, I think when that more people constantly... just start migrating to groups instead of pages, and then it's like, all right, well, what's the point in fucking following a page? Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, it slows down. It slows down a little bit. Like I'm, I'm in this Delaware gun rights group now because they're trying to pass legislation, and my my feed's like pretty, pretty uh, full of that stuff. But mm -hmm. I, I still miss like a lot. Oh, really? There's a lot going on, yeah. yeah. So it'll, it slows down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. But, um... What was I'd that rather see that? memes. What's that? I'd rather see memes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the other story that, that was interesting in regards to this whole social media thing, and there's all this hysteria surrounding fake news, and that's a lot of the reason why we're getting throttled and stuff like that, because we, uh, you know, offer a opinion that is counter to the traditional mainstream narrative mm -hmm. so but th there are some places like i wrote an article this week about uh a law that just passed in malaysia this isn't like a proposed law this is law where if you share or uh create fake news what they consider fake news you can face up to six years in jail what? and this is reduced from the original 10 that they proposed they they proposed that they wanted to uh, throw people in jail for ten years. What, what are you listening to, dude? I have no idea. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're getting incepted here, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting zucked. Uh, what is going on? I have no idea. What um. Um. So yeah, just, just go to this real quick. Yeah, keep talking about it. Uh, where, where? What was I talking about? <laughs> about the Malaysia? Uh, Malaysia yeah, all right, all right. Ten out six. Yeah, yeah. So, first of all, they wanted to pass the law where it was ten years in jail to share or uh, create fake news. And people freaked out about it. So then they, they toned it down to six. And, the, you know, the politician over there is giving this talk, and he's saying... Um, <laughs> that was crazy. And we were getting zonked in real yeah, time. That, that was out of control. But he was saying, "Oh, you know, we we uh, we compromise with you guys. We're only going to throw you in jail for six years, not ten, like we were saying before. So we're working together here. Um, you know. So there, there are other places that have similar um, things into place, like Germany passed something not too long ago." Where, um, we are having some serious technical difficulties. Germany passed a law where they're they're fining people basically, and uh, France they were trying to do something similar during election time, and this all they're all freaking out like about this being during election times. That's one of the major things. Like that they, they want to control what you're posting during election times, which I kind of think is weird. Because of the fact of, like, elections usually don't matter most places. I think that what they're really trying to push down is, like, you know, uh, pro-gun activism, anti-war activism, stuff like that. That's what they really want to silence right now. And, like, you guys saw with the article that the Free Thought put out where it was Facebook attached a warning to it. 
and it was an article about guns, and it was saying that Politifact has a different opinion about this yeah, article. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, I think they're really focusing on gun stuff right now, and definitely as we have more of this war stuff happening, they're going to try to put a lid on that too. Like you guys, I don't know if you saw the issue with Abby Martin this week, where she posted a video about what was going on over in Israel and YouTube marked it as hate speech. And, (laughs) um, yeah. And of course, you know, Abby Martin, it was not hate speech. No, it was, um, you know, one of those journalists, I, I, I'm not sure if it was about the journalists that got killed or the issues leading up to that with the many other Palestinians who were killed in the protests. Yeah. Uh, but just showing, showing, Murder is hate hate speech. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting how that works. It's just almost like another way for politicians to blame why they lost by saying, oh, it's the crazy Russians spreading fake news on Facebook. We need to verify stories through real news sources like the New York Times and the Washington Post. You, that's the only thing you can share. And now I was like on Facebook now. I just saw today like there's this option, whatever, like it's about this article or and the information you, uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, in some one of the things it says, this no, this has been a known for sharing fake news. I'm like, what? Which site was it? It was, uh, like, BWE. What's the one with, like, the, it's got the logo of the B on it? Oh, oh, that oh, is Babylon that B. is a satire. Yeah. Babylon B? Yeah. That is a satire site. Okay, but I just saw it, and I'm like, it really just says this about the article? Like, that's... But, yeah, because that puts danger on it, because it's like that, that... What if they throw that on... Breitbart. I mean, I hate Breitbart, but what if they, I, I don't want to see that kind of warning on, yeah. on their shit? Yeah. You know? Or what if they put yeah. it on? What if they RT. put it on your? What if they put it on Free Thought Project? Well, that that was what I was thinking. Yeah, that was yeah. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't want to see it on uh, my enemies. You know what I'm saying? Because I would rather. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rather compete in the market. Than Ex- exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous shit, man. But I feel like. I feel like eventually, I mean, this is kind of sowing sowing the seeds of their dis- demise, I think. I, I don't think Facebook's going to be around too much longer. This whole thing is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, well, and, and Zuckerberg has to, like, to testify in Congress, but he's got everybody bought out and everything. Did yeah. You see that article? Like, he's got 80% of the people he's given, like, tens of thousands of dollars to, and the chairman of the committee he's given, like, half a million dollars to. Like in what for like uh, campaign donations? Some kind. Some kind well, I I I don't I, I I don't know the exact details. I don't yeah. re- I don't remember the exact details of it. Yeah. I just saw the breakdown. Mm-hmm. I I very quickly skimmed an article. It was you know kind of careless of me, but that was the situation. <laughs> you can research it if you feel so inclined out there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I kind of, I'm with you. Like, I hope that Facebook fails, but I hope that it doesn't fail until there's something else that we set up proper real estate on that yeah. is as valuable as ours on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's frustrating though because a lot of years went into doing punk rock mm-hmm. libertarians on Facebook, you know, and then it, it does seem like a shame that all that you know kind of goes to waste in the end. Well, I still haven't mm-hmm. made my MySpace following back. <laughs> no, no doubt, I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah. it doesn't really go to waste. It's just you can't, yeah, you can't you use can it anymore. Carry the people over. It's just like it's yeah. one of them things where it's 
There, there's got to be a mass exodus, and I think that there's going to be. It's not going. The next thing is not going to be a monopoly. Like there's going to be like ten social networks that people are into after this. That's what I think. I think yeah. it's going to be more of a niche thing where you have. I mean, you already have sites like Gab, which are I guess like more for like the alt right people. Um, and then you have. I mean, you obviously you have like Instagram and all that other shit, which is just a different form of social media that caters towards hipsters and self-help gurus. <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that, dealers. or like you and know, chicks with butts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's Instagram, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not on there that much, but that's what I've gathered from Joe Rogan talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, like, yeah. pretty accurate. I mean, it's very accurate. <laughs> I, don't, I actually kind of like the platform because there's less, there's less like. <laughs> like arguing and and just assholery and just more just cool pictures. And, yeah, it's it's very and simple, interesting shit. You know, there's less space for just like having a battle with somebody. It's um, fun though. What's that? It's fun though. What yeah. battling? With yeah, you? yeah. I mean, I'm not like opposed to it, but sometimes I need a break. Yeah. It's just like I'll just look at pictures. You know, <laughs> right? Like that's yeah. Um. All right, we can move on. So yeah, the YouTube shooter. Rest in power. Rest in power. <laughs> are you are you in solidarity with the YouTube shooter? <laughs> I mean, no. I'm, I've been I, I've been trolling the fuck out of my Facebook page so all funny. week, so funny. Uh, sh- sharing these like inspirational quotes of hers with like pictures of her and memes and stuff. That's so funny, <laughs> just to try to get people's reactions and shit. <sighs> and honestly, just because I'm also kind of interested in the situation, mm-hmm. I think that she was an interesting woman who snapped and was pushed to the edge. Uh, and I, you know, of course, I, I never would advocate or think about violence. I'm not that kind of person, and I don't, uh, I don't support it. However, you know, when these kind of things happen, I think that the public is all too quick to just be like, oh, that's a fucked up crazy person. Let's just, um, you know, marginalize. Ex- let's just not look at it. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's it's worthwhile sometimes to look into what what made a person a certain way. You yeah. Know? I mean, the so her was deal was like she crazy. she she kind of like you in, in the way that you're pretty much like dependent on Facebook. For exactly. your for your well being or your uh, you know your income yeah and so she was like completely dependent on her YouTube channel got demonetized for for what reason just because she um so she had some she she was like a radical vegan yeah and I think she had some radical uh, opinions on sex like uh, there was apparently one video that she 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 did about how like anal sex is bad for you or something and um okay. yeah 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 <laughs> I mean, so um that's i don't know if that you. was yeah. <laughs> possibly that's the technicality that they got her on is like that violated yeah terms she, i saw the, her response like video to that where she was saying like how dare you like tell you i'm sexualizing this video she was doing these stretches and like, <laughs> and she and they said that they said that it was sexualized. But yet then she was in her video. She was posting other stuff that she saw on YouTube, like Nicki Minaj, like on stage, yeah. like grinding on other dude and stuff. And yeah, she's so like, she felt how she is was this targeted. not you know? So she was she was definitely going off the rails. Did you see the like the weird like sort of music video she had? Oh god, oh, shit. so weird. I missed that one. I missed that one. Oh dude, it was fucking weird as shit, man. 
Like, I can't even explain it. It's just fucking bizarre. Yeah, you just have to watch it. Like, it's, I, was that, something it's we like about, repeat. like, veganism or something. Yeah, but, like, it's just crazy. It's like, it's almost like one of those videos you'd see on, like, Super Deluxe that are just, like, on purpose yeah, bizarre, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. But it's, like, real. Yeah, I mean, she, I think that she started out crazy. <laughs> and yeah. see, that's the thing. And I said this, and there was, like, this crazy backlash to it. Uh, well, I mean, I would say half the people that read it were not... We're not kind of getting what I said, or or we're not happy with what I said. Mm -hmm. But basically, what I was saying is this whole social media situation that is happening, as we were discussing earlier, is creating this like silent Great Depression. Mm -hmm. I, I think that there are a lot of people who work in publishing or say or sell it. Whether even people who have Etsy stores are probably like suffering right now. Mm. Uh, so I said that, and I said whenever you have difficult times. There is going to be a percentage of those people who are already crazy as fuck, and that's just going to push them over the edge. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, you saw, like, there were Wall Street people jumping out of windows in 2008. It's, it's a similar situation. And yeah. think about how, 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 how more mental a YouTube personality is than the average sample population. You know what I mean? Probably way more mental. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're the like you, you, you're. So are you saying they shouldn't own guns, John? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, that, I I think that mentally ill people should be able to own guns. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just. I I, I, I personally. I but but I mean. Picked, picked on I, me for that. I think that people are. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of crazy people getting demonetized right now, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the other the other side of that is it's sort of, I mean, it's kind of a teaching lesson where, and, it, and this applies to really any industry, but you never really want to have all your eggs in one 100%, basket. 100%. Especially yeah. when that basket is controlled by, like, one company. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah, if you go into, like, if you're an engineer or something... You lose your engineer job at one place. You know, there's like a hundred thousand other places you can go to. If you're a YouTube star and you get your channel demonetized, like right now, there's not a lot of other options for you. Like exactly. you can do Facebook, yeah. maybe, but you're well, not going to get the and same most, reach. Most people's, um, you know, response was like, "Oh, just get a get just get a real job like I have." Well, that's and also that bullshit. is a fair point. Well, and I yeah, have but... I, I have done that. You know, I've gotten tech support jobs. I've gotten food delivery jobs. Whatever. You know, when writing gigs uh, dried up. Yeah. But the yeah. fucked up thing is, is yeah. So if everybody who is in the alternative media goes out and delivers pizza, they can pay their bills maybe. But we have no more alternative media, or right. it is. The the garbage work that they do when they get home from work. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's greatly diminished. Yeah. yeah, I don't like, you know, I don't think it's fair to, like, say, get a real job. Like, what that the fuck's a real job? That was half of the comments, dude. That was half of the comments. That's just people that are jealous that you're able to do something <laughs> right? that's rewarding, that isn't just sitting in, like, a fucking cubicle making someone else rich or whatever, you know? I can feel that's that. That's what that is. I feel <laughs> you know that. what I mean? Like... I didn't say it, but yeah. you did. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but anyways, all right. Yeah. So uh, the other interesting thing before we before we jump on, I don't mean to 
Yeah, go ahead. Badger on here, but go ahead. I understand that only three people were injured and nobody was really killed. But it is crazy how that situation did not fit the narrative at all. Mm. And, like, it nope. didn't really get covered by the media, yep. except for that one day. There are people that I've talked to when I posted about days later. They're like, what do you mean, YouTube shooter? <laughs> I was right. like, yeah, Holy you shit. know, the crazy, like, android-looking vegan <laughs> chick who shot the place up with a handgun, you know? <laughs> well, vegan, uh, uh, well, where the fuck was she from? Uh. Iran- Iranian. Yeah. Uh, I think she was a lesbian yeah. uh, female with, with a handgun, handgun yeah. in a gun-free zone. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. oh, that doesn't fit the narrative at all. No, like, not even no. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, although there is, there are people that are saying, well, at least she didn't have an AR. If she had an AR, she might have killed more people. I mean, that's, who knows, but... Yeah, well, it's a good thing she didn't have a nuclear bomb, because then she would have killed the whole city. I mean, we can play the hypothetical <laughs> oh, <no>. game, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, did I get you? Ah, you're good. It's a little bit. <laughs> we are really fucking up vibe. this podcast. We're like, spill shit everywhere, dude. Dude, give me Hey, you want a jack, jack napkin? Jack, like what is it called? sock hanging around. What is it called, John? Give me, give me a jack napkin. <laughs> the old jack napkin. <laughs> Where, are the jack napkins over oh. there, Jerry? <laughs> I got them right here. What are you doing? We are live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are live. Sorry about that, man. Look, see, nah, you're that's, your, that's your hazing. Whatever, yeah. we're fine. <laughs> For those of you that uh, are listening, Liberty hazing. <laughs> JG just spilled, just just shot his load of uh, what is that? Arch juice? It's Gatorade. Gatorade. Oh, I thought yeah, it was. I, sh- uh, I shouldn't be drinking. That was that tang? <laughs> Uh, it's a tang. tang. Smart Gatorade, man. Yeah, I, I spilled it all over the place just now, <laughs> trying to put the lid back on. <laughs> idiot. All right. Uh, let's move on. Okay, so yeah, Arvin today. So we've had Arvin on the podcast many times. He's we're big fans. Yeah, one Arvin, of our favorite. One of our favorite guests here. But um, and normally we agree with like most of what he says. Yeah, yeah. But uh, today, this is the crazy stuff. Today. <laughs> Even the crazy shit, yeah. But today there was something that uh, both me and John saw that we we kind of had a gripe with. Now I wish he was on that we could actually debate him or discuss it with him, but that's not the case. So he posted something about um, intellectual property, um, basically saying that it's num- good if the government doesn't do it like he philosophically <coughs> sorry to interrupt but yeah go ahead he phil- he philosophically believes in uh the idea of intellectual property but not government copyright laws am i understanding correctly well he, well he kind of said that he doesn't not believe in it <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't know if he said like i support ip but he was like i'm not opposed to ip but i am opposed to the government enforcing it yeah well, and he, that- has, he says it right here he says uh he's like he said, general opposition to copyrights and patents have become a common debate point, despite being relatively uh, esoteric, esoteric. Issue. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> uh, and anarcho-capitalist, I oppose <laughs> copyright laws because I oppose all government laws. But that doesn't mean I oppose intellectual property itself. I just don't think the government should be engaged in it. And he really topped it off with this, which really blew but, me away. He it, said, when people oppose intellectual property, and if it's in their top five, then we're just dealing with an infiltration of yeah. a left-wing culture. What the fuck was that about? I, I, don't, yeah. I was uh, like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Here, I, I would have talked to him about that, dude. There <laughs> are a number. Weird. There are a number of problems with that. Number one is, first of all, I've never really heard a left wing person no. that's anti IP, unless they're like maybe just like a straight up, like anarcho communist, you know. Yeah. But like most leftists or Democrats I talk to are 
they just take IP as a given. Like, yeah, you need to like yeah, yeah. protect your intellectual property. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know where he's getting that from. Uh, number two is, you know, me and me and John were talking about this earlier, but it's actually not an esoteric issue at all because it has many practical applications. Everyday life shit. Everyday life shit, and uh, you know, big issues that people are constantly talking about, um, including healthcare. Uh, exactly. So, like, if you look yep. at if you look at the patent industry um, for medications and and medical equipment and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, part of the reason why those prices are ballooning is because of IP, uh, because you know you can just slap a patent on uh, something that you know a specific company developed and no other company can produce that for cheaper. So I mean, that's what no the that's what Pharma Bro did, right? Yeah. That's what Shkreli did. He yeah. bought mm -hmm. uh, what was it, yeah. HIV medication, and then boosted the price by like five thousand percent. And nobody can just come out and be like, oh, well, fuck you. I'm going to make the same exact thing and charge less because I can still make money, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, to say that it's an esoteric issue, I think, is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah and, like, so. everybody and their mother has downloaded music. Like, Yeah, well, know. that too. Hey, yeah. just think for a second how weak it is for a socialist to... Um, I think it's weak for I think it's weak for anybody to to claim intellectual property, but like especially a socialist, right? Because I mean, because they don't believe well, in property, and well, they, but they believe in imaginary <laughs> property. Well, 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 <laughs> that is yeah, consider this, okay? They, so they want to make healthcare free. They want to make education free. You know, they want to give everybody a free house. You know, they they want to do all these free things. Now, what would be the easiest thing to make free uh, more than ideas? Right? How can you oppose that? Great point. Absolutely, yep. I agree. And the see the thing is, is like, I mean, I, I make a living charging for ideas, and I don't believe in intellectual property. And half of my, like, or, or like 90% of my shit I give away for free. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, I, I, I don't make, I'm not, like, balling out of control. Like, you know, I, I, <laughs> I probably make, like, a tad bit more than I would deliver in pizzas, but that's cool. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear Arvin's explanation. Yeah, I do. I I look, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's like. I'm not calling him out per se. Yeah. I'm calling out like those the way he communicated yeah, those the ideas. Yeah, saying we're crazy leftists for not believing in IP. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> pretty bizarre. Yeah, yeah I want to see some more clarification. He's on that. probably. I mean, is he is he like heavy on the objectivism type shit? Because I know well, that no, I, I don't think because objectivism yeah. objectivists aren't anarchists. Yeah, but and they are also like rabid. For intellectual property, because yeah. Ayn Rand was obviously, you know, uh, well, she was an author. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I am too. But yeah, like, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't it doesn't you know justify it? Exactly. But. Like, it's not like I don't think authors are losing much by people like reprinting their books and selling them under like. No, I mean, like, like any music that I've ever recorded, if somebody's going to, like, make copies of that and give them away, it's cool. People are hearing my music. Yeah, I'm yeah. always thought that, too, yeah. Exactly, you know? So, I mean, why should be any different for anybody else who's, you know, following their passion, you know? Exactly. And, you know, it, it's things that will get done because people are always going to have their passions, and then, you know, creators can still think of uh, ways to monetize their ideas. Exactly. Right? Totally. And then, but then, uh, of course, too, you know, I like to just point it out when talking about IP, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> the laundry is ready. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, like, uh, creators can use 
other creators' ideas and then kind of build off of them to make an even better idea. But in the presence of IP, you know, they can't do that, so they have to like try to like work around it. So, you know, if you didn't have that restriction, just think about how uh, faster technology would advance. Yeah, I think that there are actually um, historical examples of this, too, uh, of countries that didn't have, like, or that had looser uh, intellectual property laws advancing in certain areas. The property laws were sluts. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, I, I can't remember the specific examples, uh but I do remember reading something like that, and I, I feel like in the, good, good. in the article I read about that, it might have been a situation like Amer- America was behind for a certain amount of time <coughs> in certain respects uh, technologically because of tight intellectual property laws. Really? Uh, yeah, I can't be sure of that, so don't quote me. I am literally talking out my ass on this one. But I'm <laughs> dude, pretty. These, these are like some half-ass docs. I'm dude. pretty <laughs> sure. Dude, we, we, that's what we should call this podcast: half-ass docs. Well, no. See, if, if I'm if I'm confident about something, something I'll tell people I'm confident, and then if I, you know, if, if people need to do their own research on some shit, I'll let them know. You know, what so I mean? Google it, bitches. Exactly. <laughs> so, speaking of this topic, um, did anyone does, it, does anyone here listen to part of the problem? Dave Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, he just had an episode with uh, Kinsella was on there. Oh, that prick. Yeah, but he was actually... <laughs> actually, you know, like... I did think he was a prick for a while, because he, like, he would, like, show up on, like, Sterling's comments and, like, call him a, a fucking, like, hippie and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's for, like, a dick. He's a dick, but he is pretty... Uh, I, I still like Kinsella for a lot of reasons. Like, he was good. he was good on... He was good on that episode, and, you know, he's... I mean, he's a brilliant when it comes to IP shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, like his arguments yeah. are—he's just a little helicopter happy. Oh no, he's not. He uh, Kinsella, yes, he, he yeah, is. Yeah, he totally is. He was like trying to liaison Chase's book into the freaking Mises Institute, wow. and he was like, really? the, in the emails, in the emails that, that Chase shit. published, uh, in, in the emails that Chase published, yeah. Kinsella was like. Maybe you should just change the word white to Western, and we can get away with it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I miss that. Yeah, dude. Straight up. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Whatever. But the IP shit, like I, like I always say, look at the ideas, not the... Yeah, know, no, but. no, no. I, and I feel the same way. It's yeah. like, you know, there, there are certain people out there who I feel who are also dicks, and I respect their work as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So... It is what it is. Mm. I, I feel like it could help businesses. Like if you're selling electric cars and no one has like carports, but then you share the information, other people do it. Like all that stuff, is, you're going to be able to have charging stations. People are going to make the cars like affordable. Like I think it it can help your business. Like not just you're saying to like not have IP. Exactly. Or, yeah. 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 I think having like. Um Having an intellectual property model is looking at business in like a a closed egocentric way. Yeah. And I think when people enter business that way and they just try to like cut everybody off and just build their own shit and keep you know, I think that they end up cutting themselves off from possibilities. That's and what I was trying to say. Innovation, yeah. Exactly. yeah. You, you see I was I was feeling <laughs> it, man. You see like when businesses work together, they always like uh I think they end up prospering more, and you see examples of it everywhere. But, uh, yeah, reducing or getting rid of intellectual property would allow more of that for sure. 
Didn't they say you could make like the EpiPen medicine for like three dollars or something like that? Yeah, yeah and I think so. there were some renegades who were like trying to do it, and I don't think anybody was uh, uh, stopping them at that point because uh, Screlly was dealing with so much <laughs> other legal shit. <laughs> it was like the copyright for the injector, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Did you mention? I I didn't quite hear you. Did you, were you talking about three D printing too? No, but that's awesome. So like, think about so like as far as like um. You know, we were talking about downloading music, right? So technology basically made that aspect of IP just nonsensical. Like, what are you going to do? Like, Dude, like, I know what you're talking You know what about. I mean? Yeah. So, like, it gets to the point where it's like they don't sue. Like, they were started off, like, picking random people and suing them. Yeah. And, like, that shit didn't work, you know? And now, you know, you don't hear about people getting sued for IP anymore, really. Um, so, so you have that, and that's technology, you know, kind of, kind of making it obsolete. Um, and then now, when you get into stuff like physical objects, uh, and I mean, this kind of tangentially relates to gun control, but you know, when people start creating blueprints for like anything, like, like you know, a Samsung chip that's like you know super patented for like billions of dollars, you know, um, like if people start you know just taking that out and figuring out how can we three D print this and then just distribute them everywhere, like. How, like 3D printing is basically going to be like Napster for for physical objects. Right. So how you know how do you it, it well not how do you but like this stuff basically invalidates the idea of intellectual property because there's no way you can't have a law or you can't have a moral really that's unenforceable. You know, like you can enforce against fraud, you can enforce against theft, you can enforce against. Um, you know, physically attacking somebody, but like you can't enforce against like someone stealing in quotes your your intellectual property. You know, like there's nothing that you can do to like defend your intellectual now, property. Well, it, it, it's it's false to even call it stealing. You know, just well, because, that's why I gave it quotes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I think that that's like the most important point. It, it's not actually stealing. Right. You know, copying is not stealing. Yeah. It, it's you have your idea, but I have it too. Right. Stealing is like I steal your car, you don't have it anymore. Yeah. And see there it's not is scarce. it's not a scarce object. There is an interesting thing like um as far as art art arts arts oh artists go. <laughs> um <laughs> they, we don't need laws around intellectual property because we have this very interesting social ostracization mm -hmm. that happens when people copy people's shit. Mm -hmm. Like if you see in comedy or yeah, whatever <laughs> uh if some if somebody is stealing somebody else's jokes like they are fucked with hardcore you know what i'm saying in hip-hop if you're stealing somebody's rhymes or whatever yeah. shit can get ugly yeah uh you know right right I, I remember, or like joe or like with comedians yeah and like, Joe's. Rogan, like joe on stage yeah, yeah. Like call people out right on. yeah yeah yeah, so so stuff like that. I remember um, in the rave scene, there was always like you know, uh, pe people would get on blacklists for uh, stealing people's beats and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's not really you know, it's not necessarily like that. It's intellectual property. It's that you're doing something that's sort of like dishonorable. That's what you I'm know? saying. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. against those sort of rules. You know, the rules are, like, everybody should be creative and make their own shit. And, you know, if they do 
you know, borrow somebody else's idea or whatever, they give them credit. Exactly, you know? yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily that it's intellectual property. It's just sort of like a mechanism to... You don't want to pay the wrong person for somebody else's work, basically. Right. Or give right? Some, yeah. the wrong person respect. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And that's all it is. And yeah. when, when the, the wrong person is trying to pass something off as theirs, they yeah. usually get singled out pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I think that kind of shows how it can work on a a larger scale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but then again, if there's a um, if there's somebody who comes up and ends up being uh, you know, better better <laughs> at it somehow, then you know, that people are free to go towards that. Yeah, but yeah. That, you know, that usually is not what happens. Right. Um. Okay. Uh. All right, let's move on to the, sort of the big news of, I guess, today, yesterday. Um, so there was allegedly, um, it's been, or I should say, it's been alleged that Assad, or the Assad regime, uh, launched a chemical attack on a, a rebel group. Um, and basically gassed like a whole bunch of civilians and kids and women and children, all that shit. Deja vu. Which, you know, every other time that we've heard this story, um, it turns out that that's not actually what happened. Uh, so, but of course, you know, the media is quick to jump on the narrative that Assad's, for whatever reason, for whatever illogical reason, is gassing his own people all of a sudden. Um, you know, which is a great, great fodder for, you know, launching another, another war in the Middle East. Yep. Um, and so Trump responded or tweeted uh, something along the lines of, you know, Russia and Assad, because Russia backs Assad, which is, you know, I guess that goes against the whole Putin narrative, right? Yep. Um, yeah, which is it? Which is it? Is, it like, <laughs> do, is Trump best friends with Putin, or is he just threatening war with him on, you know, Twitter? Like, what, like, what is this? <laughs> like, pick one. You know, he said, he said he's like President Putin, Russia, Iran, are responsible for backing Animal Assad, big price to pay. <laughs> Dude, Animal Assad sounds like an awesome metal uh, band. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the meme, the meme that I saw earlier was the best though. You don't know what it's like to be Assad, man. <laughs> Behind blue eyes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that so it's awesome. it's just like the timing of it is so convenient. You know, after a few days ago, which was funny. Trump goes and says something along the lines of, you know, like, yeah, we're we're getting out of Syria. We're we're leaving, bringing the troops home. And then all of a sudden, he comes out a few days later. He's like, well, we're going to leave it up to the, you know, to my advisors. You know, they're the military guys. And then now all of a sudden, there's a reason for them to stay or to, to be angry at Assad, which makes no sense. I mean, and also you just had uh, Mr. Mr. John Bolton. Oh yeah, just assume power, right? Um, convenient. So yeah, and then conveniently, there's all of a sudden cause for war. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. <laughs> it's just like it's just another. And of course, like they said, the white helmets are the ones who are going around saying it, and they've always they've been known for staging stuff. And they're yeah, they were the ones. ISIS. Yeah, they were the ones that were propagating the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all the same, and it's all bullshit. And it's like you realize that the United States is essentially occupying one-third of of Syria illegally and the part they're blocking off from where from I guess they said they were saying like where the where the ISIS still is which is very 
I mean, just very few. I mean, not that much of them left. And the small places that they have been able to like to stay in control, the United States has blocked off the Russian Syrian, you know, um, alliance from getting them. Like if you look on a map, it's like they can't even get to there without running into illegal American bases, which now they're just wasting tax dollars building building more bases in another country. And it's just like you think about it, it's just like this is shit that like happened right under, you know, Obama. It's the same thing. It's just the same story. Just like switch the president's names. And it's the same shit, man. It's it's really bad. It's really bad. And God knows, you know, what when the, the bombs are gonna start dropping again. I mean it's not like they haven't stopped, but it's just like are we gonna see you know, Trump loves that Moab. He loves you know, I'm sure he'd love to have his own shock and all. And if you're wondering, is this gonna be Syria that's gonna pay the price? Just dragging us into another conflict. It's going to be whoever I think I, you know he's able to get his hands on. I, I think he's just like jumping at the chance to bomb somebody. Like oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. what's going to be the consequence if they do bomb Syria? Because they're allied with Russia. So does it, what does this mean? Does this mean fucking World War Three? Like what's what's Putin going to do? Well, I mean, you got to think about it. he doesn't. Trump doesn't really think about consequences. He mm. likes big talk. I mean. Like the whole thing with the tariffs, you know, the trade war. He doesn't give a shit that you know China China owns you know all of our debt. Essentially, <laughs> he doesn't care, but he's still going to keep on yeah. you know raising tariffs and and, and well yeah. I mean, I don't. There's no consequence. I don't think it. Trump cares or yeah whatever. But I'm you know what about like you know John Bolton? Like what's his end game? What's his end game with this shit? Like like what does he think is going to happen if you know we attack Syria? What what is I mean, does he want World War Three? You know, I mean, like, what's? I'm curious. I like, think what is? There's what, a lot they... of them people who do. I think that there is a lot, and and I think that there are some people who are just looking for resources in the area and want a permanent stronghold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's more the reason why, because there's such right. mutually assured destruction mm-hmm. where no one's going to want to see. Well, that's the what whole I'm saying. It's the collapse. rep. It's the adrenaline drinking reptiles trying to bring about World War Three. That's hilarious. But I feel like I feel like it's just mostly we're in there, just trying to build another base, just try to. To you know, be our muscle, you know, flex our muscle and show them who's boss, and just make it seem like that there's another, there's a reason to be there. Like, I mean, that we've done this with every country we've been in. I mean, we and we'll be there forever. You think that we're just get you know transfer over the bases that we built that we're spending billions on? We're just gonna give it away in a few years? Like that shit doesn't happen. Like it's just gonna be another place to send troops, another. More planes they can sell, more guns they can sell, and it's just like a revolving door of just giving money to the Federal Reserve, to the military-industrial complex, and it's just it's a it's a never-ending cycle. And it's just if it's not Syria, it'll be Lebanon. If it's not Lebanon, they'll they'll start working for other places where they can easily control, you know, wherever you know wherever they where there's resources they can protect and. They and just they'll just come a, up yeah. with some crazy-ass excuse, yep. and if somebody Always. isn't gassing their people, they'll send somebody else in there to do it, or they'll fund a bunch mm-hmm. of crazy rebels to do it and foment a uh, regime change. And, you know, I'm, I know I'm um, one of the resident conspiracy theorists, but, <laughs> um, you know, it all, a lot of this is all documented. This whole regime change thing, you mm-hmm. know, is, is well-documented history and current news. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Check Scott Horton for for breakdowns of all that shit. Antiwar dot com. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I heard about this, I checked his like Twitter, and he's like, 
Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, all right. <laughs> um, you know, and and it's as as fucked up as it sounds. Like, if if he is gassing his own people, it is really uh, not a neighboring government's business. And you know, I I know everybody has this mentality. Like, you know, we gotta rush in and I mean, save everybody. Wouldn't it be, all the wouldn't time. it be more of a neighboring? Um, people's business well, than, I, than it would be like America's business. Yeah. Yeah. When I say neighboring, I mean like yeah. the whole world. I, I'm saying like lit a revolution. Like, well, yeah, but a, a, if that's happening, oh, I'm just saying like, like isn't Russia a lot closer? Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean m- maybe it would be more of their business if it's going to blow over on, on their soil, I guess. Possibly. Yeah. But I mean, n- but I'm, not, saying I'm, I'm not saying that the Russian state even has any sort of like legitimate right to exist, but I'm just saying maybe the people in that region. I'm yeah. saying if there's a conflict between a people and a government, like that's their conflict. If another government gets involved, it's usually just going to add to more bloodshed. Yeah. We're, mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's saying that Putin is a a great guy Assad's a great guy I mean they're both you know authoritarians in their own right and I'm sure they've I'm sure they've done awful things you know within their own you know within their own you know countries and stuff but it's just like the fact that America just finds its way to just get involved with everything no matter where it is and it's just like just stay the fuck out of it and I mean look if we had a history of like going things good yeah like (laughs) like going in like all right if we had a history of like going in and surgically Helping a you know like doing surgical attacks or whatever and like helping a country and then like all right we're out like we got rid of that bad guy we're completely out now if that was like what we did historically I might be more inclined to say like okay yeah fine yeah, like yeah, we go yeah. in but every time we go in somewhere you know it's like another fifteen years of occupation so, exactly so like you know it sucks all around but yeah I mean it's going to be much more fruitful if the people themselves rise up and also we could also just stop uh you know supplying uh weapons and support to the people in that region and and that way they'd have less of a battle to fight exactly you know because it's not just like assad versus you know the good guys here there's like complicated yeah there's like a bunch of different groups from different countries you know there's different factions within different groups like there is no good guy. There is no bad guy. It's just a whole bunch of people fucking fighting for power. Exactly. Yeah, for power. So it's like th- there's there's no point in helping anybody because you're just going to be helping either a current enemy or a future enemy, probably. You know, so it sucks, but that's that's just how it is. Um, all right, let's move on to back page. Uh, can someone else talk about this story? <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not super familiar with it. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So so <laughs> just from okay. Okay. So upset. okay. So j- just correct me if I say anything wrong. But from what I've heard, from from what I've heard, Backpage is a website where they're doing a lot of like sex trafficking and stuff. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Well, and when oh, you say sex trafficking, no, no, yeah, that's no. so prejudiced. I mean, no, it, it, I, actually, I, I've heard on on very good. Like, I'm a hundred percent sure that it's going on on there. Well, I mean, when you say tra- sex trafficking, what do you mean by that? Um, well, basically, aren't they like I- I've heard that they're kidnapping like little girls and like pimping them and shit, or, or little girls are, I'm saying, uh, you know, women under the age of eighteen and mm-hmm. pimping them. So, and it, like, like I- I've heard that that shit's yeah, that shit's definite. Uh, I'm sure that happens, but they don't like advertise like it'll come call us twelve year old or whatever, but. I think if you just legalize prostitution and adults, consenting adults, can make deals and whatever, like 
you wouldn't have 12 euros being advertised as 20 years old, you know, whatever. I just, I think you do a lot less harm by just letting people do what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, I think a sp- the sex trafficking thing probably happens on there. But no, it I don't, definitely happens. I, I'm, I'm sh- but I don't think it's a majority of the service. Like, it is... Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Because that's all I've heard about it. But I was wondering, you know, is, are there some legitimate things on there? Yeah, um, so I know a dude. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he used to talk about it frequently. And uh, he, was a, he was a regular user of it. And from what he said is that it was just like a uh, the black market of prostitution. I, I think okay, so, well, but that's that's the it's a black well, market and, and of prostitution, yeah, yeah, which is so. There's nothing else a, on there. Well, I mean, all prostitution is illegal except in right. certain parts of the country. Uh, okay, so he he wasn't getting like twelve year old like you know what I'm saying. Gotcha. Like, okay, he, he was just you know getting your average. He was getting legal ladies. Yes, he was getting mm. legal ladies. Illegally. He was getting of age poo. Illegally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, and that's the thing is like, um, you know, people face, uh, you know, people risk like a raid in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like hardcore. So like they, they could enter that situation and the chick could be a cop because cops had like sting operations set up on there for years. You know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, I think, like, obviously when you have a black market and something like he was suggesting, you're going to have that dark element. You know what I mean? Uh, if they had something that was above board and uh, legitimate and verifiable, then, of course, yeah, that would be different. Doesn't this, like, even if they're trafficked or not, like, doesn't this kind of just force them into more dangerous situations anyway? Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Aren't they just going to, like, if someone's forcing them to do it, maybe just force them to do it on the street. Like, no one grows up and, like, I want to suck old balls when I grow older. You know what I mean? Like, Speak for yourself, okay? Well, I mean, maybe there's some, but, like, there's a reason people do that work. It's not, like, anyone's, like, top choice. And if now you just make them do it in more dangerous spots. Like, I, I know, I, I used to work security, and some of the parking lots we worked, it was pretty bad. Like, there old, this older lady came up to my car, and she's like, I'm just a grandma. I'm just trying to, like, buy groceries. And I was like, hey, can you just do it in that parking lot? But, um, <laughs> I mean, really, like, I, I'll get yelled at. I don't care what you do. But, like, just can you just do it, like, 10 feet away? And, and she did, and she was really nice and sweet, and I, I felt bad for her. Mm. But, like, like, this doesn't help her at all. At all. Yeah, I, don't I don't know where I was going with it. But yeah, I mean, from most of the commentary that I've heard about this and from people that I've spoken with in the past, uh, this is like a, a consensual thing. I, there was even a situation where like some neighbor in, in the neighborhood got uh, hooked on dope and like ran away mm-hmm. and then her parents like discovered her on Backpage and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that was all her voluntary choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. She She wasn't kidnapped. Mm-hmm. She she was on, of course, in a fucked up position. Yeah, and um, you know, it's just it's just one of those things. <laughs> if it wasn't on the internet, it would have been on Route Forty. You know, yeah. right? Uh, I know where I was going. Like now, I don't see that in those parking lots. Like you don't see anyone on the streets or on those corners. 
and it's, I don't think it's because the police like clean shit up. I think they just like moved online. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. And yeah. if you were to actually just legalize it all together, yeah, then they'd be in then, someone, they, yeah. then they'd be in like you know a, like the bunny ranch, you know, yeah. like that kind of shit. Maybe you can regulate it. Even if the government doesn't regulate it, maybe you have like some association oh, yeah. that says like, "Hey, this girl's clean. She's over eighteen. Right? Yeah, you put a badge on it, and then like." Someone's more willing to it, go it, there. Somebody's going to certify that poon, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah someone's got to certify that shit. That's what Matt's here for. Of course. Like, I feel like if... With this whole back page thing, I, I feel like it's always now... It's No one says prostitution anymore. They always say human trafficking. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I wanted I to make like the distinction just, earlier. Yeah, they're changing the words of some of this stuff to demonize it. Yeah, and this could be just... I mean, and I'm not trying to say that it's not the case, you know, like all the time. Like I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and say, oh, sex trafficking doesn't, it's not real, it doesn't exist. Of course, I'm, I'm almost positive. I've never seen it, but like, you know, it's one of those things. It's like I'm sure it happens. But it's a different thing than prostitution. Yes, yeah, and right. I feel like a lot of these people could just be, they're letting guy, they're letting these so-called pimps just deal them out for heroin, so they can, you know, keep doing their heroin addiction and drug, whatever drug addiction, and they just keep on, you know, just keep, you know, just keep on, just you know, hooking, you know, so. Um, <laughs> Most my, of my, my the, point is well, I was saying my point was this is like if you were to legalize it, I mean, you took away a back page thing. So, is there? I don't know how back page works. I've never been on it. I barely heard about it. Until yeah, sure, this, dude. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> no, but like for real. And so I don't know. Was there I actually of, researched it for an article one time, uh-huh. and it's actually just like Craigslist. Okay, but I mean, do you think that there's some type and of and the same shit happens on Craigslist? I feel like with with these type of models, these business but, models. But there's some. Hold on, real quick though. Yeah. There's, uh, they just got rid of, uh, like personal connections or whatever on Craigslist. They did it voluntarily. That's a part of it. That's Was it voluntarily? It. Yeah. yeah, they did it voluntarily uh, okay. because of the law. They were worried about the liability. Of it. Yeah, so not really voluntarily. <laughs> no, like, no, not really. Yeah. Dude, it's like I, you know, like I'm not well, doing. They didn't get drugs like, because a it's sting illegal, on them. But yeah, yeah, like, voluntarily. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, not voluntarily. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. Like, I, and a lot of the activism that I've seen in regards to this are like independent women. Mm-hmm. that are serious about the work that they do yeah, or, yeah. or you know and have become activists about it now and stuff like that mm-hmm. so you know there definitely is an element of, of sex trafficking and there there should be things done about that but yeah it we wouldn't have to do that if it, if it wasn't a black market it'd situation. be a lot less i think yeah exactly yeah. all right what does that say Indian yeah, facials? I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Um, Do tell. That's fucked up. <laughs> Segway, a terrible segue. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so, mean, yeah, in India, they are putting in, like... Well, they, they have been building this biometric control grid over the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's called... I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but uh, it's spelled like Adhar with two A's, and it translates to foundation. Hmm. And uh, basically, they scan your eyes, they get your fingerprints, all sorts of shit. Uh, Currently, for the past couple years, you have needed it to open a bank account and get a phone. And now they're starting to do it with like food and shit like that, even basic purchases. So, this is like, uh, you know, full-blown Orwellian nightmare in, in India. India. And That's... at the same time, this same week uh, that I saw this story, um, 
they're ban well they're they're banning banks from allowing cryptocurrency transfers mm-hmm. and they are talking about rolling out their own like fiat digital currency hmm. same time they're doing this shit that's bizarre man that's yeah it's weird that a country that's as poor and impoverished as India can also like somehow afford to do this shit. You know what I mean? Well, um, apparently, the system is fucked, and like, well, clearly, I mean, I know why it's happening. It's just, well, no, no, you know no. I'm talking <clears throat> about the technology system that this runs on, mm. and it, it apparently just got hacked a couple months ago. Oh, Jesus. of course. And uh, apparently, from what I've heard from one person I talked to in India about this is that it is very easy to get like around it right now it, it like they're they're trying to set this shit up you yeah. know what i mean right. but uh it is very very rudimentary right now mm-hmm. is basically the situation but just the fact that they're trying to do this shit is very very telling it's yeah. creepy and they've been banning small uh denominations of cash over the past couple of years as well hmm Shit's fucked up, man. Very. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is fucked up. All right. Um, anything else we want to hit on tonight? No, I, th- I think we're I think we're pretty good. Yeah. So, okay. uh, I'd like to remind people, we have t-shirts over at thedailyliberator dot com. We've got a Patreon going now, and uh, we also, if you uh, if you if you got something to say, we're always accepting articles over at thedailyliberator dot com. You can also now find us on MeWe and uh, Steam it. <laughs> so, and, and, uh, yeah, that's like a terrible... Uh, Steam the, it. These new okay. social media places got to get better with their branding. <laughs> and uh, DTube. Me, um, me yeah, yeah I, I was talking about DTube and dude, was like, when are we that start, a porn thing? <laughs> when are we going to start streaming on Pornhub? That's what I want to know, dude. Dude, I would be down. people are Let's right now because of the YouTube situation. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that. Oh, yeah, there was like a bunch of uh, yeah, gun, there was, there's gun yeah, channels. Gun yeah, channels, yeah. They're going on the, on the hub. I'm a huge yeah. fan of the gun channels, man. I'm watching them every <laughs> yeah, night. Dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see more of those people go to like DTube. Yeah, indeed. P- pretty fucking cool. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, until next time, live free or die.